Well, good day to you, friend, and welcome to the Star City Podcast, where you can always listen in on new and interesting stories about life, family, work, and faith from people just like you. I'm your host, Brian Smith, and today you're in store for a special time together with us as we will be visiting with Randall and Luda Ford, who are with Chosen People Ministries, and also they continue to work with Globe International Ministries. Randall and Luda, it's great to have you both with us today, and welcome back to the Blue Ridge Mountains of Virginia. Hey, thanks so much, Brian. Great to be with you. Yeah, thank you very much. Well, guys, let's briefly introduce you to everyone as we begin, because we've got a lot of things to unpack together in the short time we have today. Randall, you and Luda first met in 1989, and of all places, a Hebrew-speaking congregation in Jerusalem. How did that happen? Brian, I was, uh, I was in Jerusalem as a student at Hebrew University, and my wife was working as a nurse and midwife there. She was already a believer, so where would we meet but in kind of a local church? Yeah, Hebrew-speaking congregation. Yes, that's, uh, it was an amazing uh, time, and God really blessed us. You know, Mary and I also met in church. That's a great place for a husband and wife to make that first connection. But you guys would really reconnect several years later back in the United States. As Luda, you were, I believe, attending the Moody Bible Institute in Chicago. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. It was uh, the best years of my life. So you dated for a time. And then, Randall, you finally popped the question, and then you got married where you moved to New York City. Is that right? Yeah, that's that's the uh, kind of bare bones. We have a cool story, Brian, and uh, that was that about a year into knowing each other, um, Luda felt like, hey, this might be the right guy for me. And she basically had this kind of feeling in her heart, faith, that I was the right guy and just waited. And I was not a quick, I I wasn't a quick learner. I didn't pick up (laughs) on. Most guys aren't. (laughs) I know. So, um, you know, God really worked everything out. And as you said, it happened many years later back in the States. I had come back to America and Luda was um, at Moody. Now, you have a, a beautiful daughter named Eliana. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, it was in 2001 that you guys began working with Chosen People Ministries, uh, if I read that right, on your ministry page. Uh, you know, a lot of people may not realize uh, that when you were in New York uh, working with Jewish people there, in the neighboring boroughs of, of this great American city, there's a Jewish population of nearly 2 million people. What was your work like in New York with Chosen People Ministries? Well, we were basically uh, church or congregational planters there, and we worked with my wife's culture. Jews are from different backgrounds, and a lot of the two million that you mentioned, by the way, New York has the largest number of Jewish people in a metro area in the world. Wow. Yeah, more Jews in the land of Israel than there are in the United States now, just barely, hmm. but uh, New York's still uh, capping the Jewish population in the world. Uh, we worked with Luda's subculture, and um, tens of thousands are there in Queens area and New York, and we started a small house church with Now, that. what is that subculture? It's Luda? called Bukharan Jews. Bukharan Jews. And where's the their homeland? It's. Uh, I was born in Tashkent, so it's... Uh you know, Tashkent is uh, near China and Mongolia, mm-hmm. uh, Uzbekistan, 
and Bukhara, all those uh, areas. So there was a community of, of this particular sect of Jews there in um, New York? Y- yes, and mm-hmm. uh, it really goes back to Persia and the Jewish people that left Persia and didn't come to Israel, you know, during the time of return uh, of Jewish people back to the land uh, in five uh, yeah, after five, like 450 yeah, BC, something 450 like that. 450 BC, and so uh, many of them came to Uzbekistan. Mm, interesting. Uh, now, now, what was it like working with um, Jewish people, um, your your own people yeah. group, in a city like New York uh, in that area? Was, Amazing. Was it? Was it? Was it Hard was? Did you find the the going difficult, or were you able to build relationships and friendships fairly easily? Well, it's an amazing, amazing culture, and uh, very hospitable. And uh, you know, big weddings. Uh, people are well educated. Uh, most of my family are, are lawyers, doctors, dentists. And it's really great to see because that was not the case in Tashkent where uh, Jewish people could not progress and could not go forward. And so uh, we really thank God for this culture and uh, very traditional. Many people are Shabbat keeping and uh, it's just lovely to be part of that culture Mm. and we enjoyed it. uh, we enjoyed it. And you guys actually established a Messianic congregation of, of Jewish believers, followers of Yeshua, while you were there in New York. Is that right? Right. Yeah, that's what happened. It's pretty cool because people have heard of unreached people groups or underreached people groups, and and this is just such a group. Uh, besides the, the house church, which is still going on, they merged with another Russian-speaking congregation in Queens. We also started a, um, together with with the uh, Jesus Film administrators, they approached us about doing a translation into my wife's home language. And until this project, the Jesus Film, was done, there was no Bible available in the Bukharan language. It's kind of a Persian dialect. So now we have the Book of Luke, and they're just about to do a sound recording, which we're really excited about to complete that project. Interesting. Interesting. But let's take a big jump forward. Now right. you guys are back living again in Israel. And and how did that come to pass, that move from New York City back to Israel? It happened in 2015. We started to go uh, more and more to Israel. And many of our friends felt that we we're going to go to Israel, but we didn't. We didn't. We just went to Israel and twice a year. And that time, God just uh, spoke. Uh, gave us a real strong feeling that it's time to return. Mm. And uh, and uh, then uh, we came uh, home. In June, I uh, uh, I just left my job, gave my notice. Uh, and uh, in uh, next February, we were already in Israel. And it was a step of faith because we gave up my nursing job. Mm. We, we always kind of, as you mentioned, we work for uh, Chosen People Ministries and Globe International, but we had always had what is sometimes called a tent-making ministry. In other words, a person involved in full-time outreach or work, but also 
as a regular job. Right. And we always did that. When Similar we were to a bivocational pastor. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that may become more and more the norm nowadays. Luda worked as, a, as an RN in New York City. And when we went back to Israel, it's very different conditions. She was licensed to work there, but thank God we were able to really work much more together. And we took up another another uh, occupation and did another two years of training as tour guides in Israel. So that was very cool. Boy, that is. Um, you, you got to learn even more about this very special country that— Obviously, God has placed in your heart in a very special way for many, many years. And and in reaching the people of Israel, uh, telling them about the gospel of Yeshua, um, you are part of two ministries, mission ministries, Globe International, as well as Chosen People. For, For the benefit of our listeners, briefly tell us about both of these ministries, please. Sure. Uh, Well, Chosen People Ministries has been around... For more than 100 years, it uh, started as American Board of Mission to the Jews. A great Hungarian rabbi came to the United States because he heard that in the United States he could learn about Messiah, and that was the foundation of, of chosen people. They're experts in everything Jewish. Uh, m- most of the, uh, of the outreach staff are Jewish themselves, like Luda, my wife. I'm, I'm not from Jewish background. And, and then Globe International is based in Pensacola, Florida, great organization, also a member of um, the Council for Financial Accountability and, and a organization with great standing, great principles. So we're very proud to be involved with both of those, Brian. Now, it's hard, Randall Luda, for a Jewish person to become a Messianic Jew, a follower of Jesus, Yeshua, Christ. What are some of the things a new Jewish convert to Christianity has to face from their own family and friends? And why do you think it's so hard for them to accept the Christian faith of their loved one should they have a family member convert to Christianity? It's not really converting to Christianity. It's really accepting yes. um, as a faith of our fathers. And so it's uh, uh, when I came to believe in Jesus, uh, my mom also believed at the beginning, but then she, uh, you know, turned back because she didn't understand at all. But for me, the struggle was as a, a believer in Jesus, I thought, well, now I'm not Jewish. And uh, because of a lot of anti-Semitism in uh, Tashkent, I didn't think, I, I was really pleased. I said, thank God I'm not Jewish. But God started to talk to me, and uh, he started to show me that he has great plans for Jewish people, that he loves Jewish people, and he loves Israel. And he slowly started to change my heart. And then I asked God, why did you choose to chose uh, Jewish people. Why did you do that? Mm -hmm. And I felt God said, you know, God showed me. It's because he loved the world that he chose Jewish people. His love for, uh, he just needed, that's where Abraham came from. That's uh, Jesus and the return of Jesus will be to Jerusalem. And his coming was to Jerusalem. His return will be to Jerusalem. And it is when Jewish people welcome him mm-hmm. that he's just waiting for mm. Jewish people to welcome him. 
and then he will return. And it's a great blessing to be part of this uh, whole plan of God. Yes, it is. Another another point we could make on that is that when people talk about, well, the end of the world, and then they are, well, they argue back and forth, is this it? Could it be something else? Really, the Jewish people returning to the land of Israel in our day is a sign. And then another Another sign within that sign is the Jewish people in Israel are becoming believers. It's still followers of Jesus, still in uh, small numbers. But this is a wonderful kind of down payment for what we think will happen in larger numbers as we go forward. You know, when you think of all the places that the Creator could return to earth, He's returning to the Mount of Olives. He's returning to Jerusalem. He's Mm -hmm. returning to Israel. And so it's easy to see, especially, Luda, you being Jewish, why you would have as the the title of your video testimony there on Chosen People uh, Ministries' website, Jesus Made You Proud to Be Jewish. And uh, I love that, that statement that you have introducing your story. Well, guys, what a wonderful testimony this is for us. And to end our time together today with Randall and Luda, thank you for making time to be with us right here on Star City. And friends, if you want to learn more about the Ford's ministry with Chosen People and Globe International, then simply go to chosenpeople.com and globeintl.org. That's globe, G-L-O-B-E-I-N-T-L.org. Search for Randall and Luda Ford. Check out their ministry and let them know that you'll be praying for them as they prepare to return to Israel a little bit later this year and continue their work with God's chosen people, the Jewish people, living in their Jewish homeland of Israel. Well, thank you again for spending a few minutes to listen in on our conversation with our friends Randall and Luda Ford. God bless both of you guys, and we appreciate and respect the work that you're doing for others in the land of Israel. And I hope that you will know God's best blessings in your life today. And would you do us a favor? and tell a friend about the Star City Podcast and invite them to join us next time. And until the next time we're together, remember to live the rest of your week, and should I say the rest of your life, by His grace and always for His glory.